Live. Fuck it. Let's do it live. One, <laughs> two, meet me outside. Out Let's of respect for DMX, if you've been living under a rock or in a medically induced coma, so is DMX. Uh, <laughs> it's our week today. It's episode 38, the 38 special. The snub nose coming at you. The snub nose, uh, rest, I mean, not rest in peace, get better. You almost DMX. said it too. <laughs> he's he's yeah. probably going to die. <laughs> Poor DMX. He's fighting. He's his fighting. Ex-wife, his ex wife came out hard and was like, rest in paradise, setting the internet alight completely. Damn, like yeah. everybody lost their minds, like, no, DMX is dead. No, no, no. But he's still alive. It's like one of those, you know, those chirons at the bottom of the screen on CNN that says, <laughs> There is no, <laughs> there is no invasion in Iraq. <laughs> oh yeah! Shout out to Baghdad Bob. And for oh, the yeah. younger listeners, DMX ran rap for a while, and he had some bangers. I don't give a fuck. He's one of the greatest. He was the king He's, for a while. He was a fucking king for a while. And, Three or four uh, years in. Uh, no one fucked with him either. He didn't get into beef. He, was, he just put out bangers. Rough Riders. Yeah, the, the Rough, rough Riders. Anthem you know, party up. I think they did collaborations with several, several Lil's, Lil's somebody here and there. He had weird albums that were dark as fuck, like Marilyn Manson type shit. Uh-huh. He was, Supposedly, he was he's weird. like a super, super duper Christian guy. He's like really, really. Uh, I'm sure he found God after he uh, pretended to be a DEA agent and robbed someone at an airport. I remember that. That's one of my favorite DMX stories of all time. <laughs> far past his prime he did that he pretended to be a da agent rolled up on people at an airport and robbed them wow i did not know that you learn something every day uh, on this show listeners a great story. our new listeners from worcester massachusetts how y'all doing out there ashburn virginia got some spikes up there in brooklyn new york where um where weed is legal so i guess you guys will listen to us in a, a week or so when you get around to it fuck yeah so Worcester Worcester like the sauce no it's spelled more like Worcester Worcester like an English kind of spelling English fuck yeah welcome to the welcome to the the team you know we're doggett good to have you guys here we have over um, 930 listeners now across the world six continents 21 states Um, oh yeah shout out uh, have you have you uh, besides the uh, the unfortunate news about DMX this week? Have you um, heard any new uh, music or uh, watched any films or read any books you want to plug? Uh, music, I actually heard a really good song today by an artist I've never heard of. I wish I wrote it down, so I will do a follow up with that. Outstanding. Um, for TV shows, I got into one that I finished. I started a while ago, but I finished it. Mm-hmm. It was called Europa. I have heard of Europa. I don't know if I talked about that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it w- I find I finished it and uh, it was good. It was it's it's borderline cheesy, but mm. it's it's quality enough to not be like cheesy. I don't know. It's In weird. I mean, there could be like a fun kind of like dumb, corny. Uh, you know, there could be that, but there could also. I- like, I guess it's because it's not Hollywood and it's like some Germans that did okay. this. And um, so just the quick plot is it's like in 2029, some shit happened in the world that no one knows what caused it, but all the electronics went dead basically. All right. Oh, yeah. And um, 
it's it takes the story takes place in Europe or what's what's called Europa now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's split into tribes. Uh, the show f- in the first five minutes, you see a fucking spaceship looking thing, not even a plane, yeah. crash. And okay. then they're like, is that from the old world? And they're like, no, that's not a craft from the old world. Meaning like when Something. the internet was around and shit. Yeah. It's like, that's some high tech shit. And um, so there's, there's like Atlant- people from Atlantis that are super high tech. Um, oh, yeah, the main Wonder Woman. Yeah. The main, the main characters are, um, I miss are, are from the woods so they're like i forgot what their names but they're like yeah they 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 don't want to go to the real world they just stay peaceful in the woods mm-hmm. uh, but there's a tribe that's super violent there's like another tribe that's trying to be the the united nations or the european union again mm-hmm. and then there's all these little tribes in between so which one would you want to be would you want to be like the technically advanced one would you want to be the ones that are like the more warlike and dominating or would you want to be the ones that are self-ostracized and kind of out in the woods on their own trying to be peaceful i like the woods peaceful um you don't really get to see it in this season the uh, other than that like the ship and like the main plot Mm -hmm. from the atlanta the people from atlantis so they're probably super high tech they live somewhere where no one else really knows where they are they kind of keep away from all the fucking from all the other people the crazy ones that are violent are too crazy for me i would never want to live that lifestyle um and the european union ones they seem to be the most normal it's kind of like a melting pot okay so that might be second best but the woods ones they were in peace they go hunting they're fucking living little huts and shit i don't know is there any insight into what has happened to the rest of the world or is europa and atlantis that's it yeah, I was. I I kept thinking that I'm like, where the fuck is the United States? You get a little um, taste of the West. I mean, of the East. So you see some Asians. Um, a couple. They're, they're run, yeah, they're running. Yeah, literally a couple. They're running away from some shit that's coming from the East. So that's part of the plot. Um, interesting. Like the 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 mean ones. They're called the crows, and they just live like they have slaves. They straight up, they just take oh, slaves, okay. and they have a hierarchy. Like you fucking, you can do whatever the fuck you want to your slaves. They just work them to death. So they're like Samara. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it's run by like a crazy white dude. Oh, that um, make sense. But yeah, guess, you know, <laughs> it is Europe. So it's it's an interesting show. Um, the main characters, like like the woods tribes, they all get split up after they get attacked. So you have like four kids, three kids and a dad, all get split up after their tribe is completely annihilated okay um so then the story goes from there like one of them is sent on a journey from the atlantic guy atlanta atlantis yeah you keep um, saying atlantis but i'm thinking atlanta like <laughs> those people yeah me too the atlantans i don't know what people from atlantis are called so outcast um <laughs> so yeah that that shows okay it's on um netflix the only thing is it is in english but there is a little bit of dubbing, but okay. it's it's good enough where it doesn't bother me. Yeah, like, normally it does. That's that's as long as it's tolerable. I don't mind watching with no subtitles, but sometimes it's like really far off. I mean, depending on what you're watching, like and a lot of Asian, a lot of Japanese things like that. It's kind of hard to watch with a dub. I'd rather just read the subtitles. Um, what about you? Anything new? You know, I didn't watch anything new this week. I just rewatched um Siriana. If you know anything about that film, it's basically the uh, 
the uh, the highs and lows of the oil trade and its effect on geopolitics and stuff. There's a ton of people in it, like uh, Clooney, Matt Damon. I was going to say George Clooney. I sort of got. I was about to say that. Um, Chris Cooper. It's like um, Steve Gagan. It's almost like a. Um, it's almost like a. I'm trying to think of. It's a. It, Wait, is this a movie or a documentary? Yeah, no, it's it's a movie. It's um, yeah, it's about you know how the it's about the influence of oil in in ec- economics and um, different people's lives in the oil game. Um, it's very complicated, so it's something you gotta like pay attention to. But I don't think it's in any way like a slow burn because even at you know a good two hours long, it's it's not boring. Like everybody everybody has a real role to play. There's no like. Um, spare spare characters or spare film um and, and it's great dialogue it's great acting but it is kind of like um it's almost like if you've seen um like contagion it's almost like that style of filmmaking where they cut they cut to you know a new setting and then you get like five minutes of that that role or that um perspective and then they cut to another setting where it kind of plays off of what just happened. So it's still in linear time, but, um, you know, really interesting influences. That came out in like 2005, I think, 2005, 2006. I may have seen it, man, but I don't really remember. You thought it was really good. What do you rate it? I love it. Um, and the only reason I watched it was I'm, I'm going through all of our like DVDs and, and Blu-rays and I'm converting them to, I'm like putting them on the cloud. So I'm going through all the, all of our, all of our discs so we can, I don't know, just get rid of the discs. So just have everything on the cloud. And so like Fandango now or Vudu or these digital services where it's all like one company. And once you do it, once you upload it, it can be available in your Apple account and your, those two accounts and then Amazon. So you could just open up Amazon and you could either watch or download any of the movies that you previously had on DVD or Blu-ray. And I don't know how long they're going to continue doing it. So I'm like trying to hustle through and and convert as many as I can. <laughs> so I'm about I'm about like 75% of the way done, I think. The thing is there's like a bunch of movies that like my wife has and I'm not I'm not sure she'll ever watch them again. So I'll probably just ask her, like, do you want this one? No? Trash. Okay. No, trash. <laughs> not worry about converting those, just get the good ones out. So why don't you put them and I've heard this in another conversation. It's um the, the worry was that when you put them in the cloud or make them digital, things like cancel culture and things of political correctness can uh-huh. come and take out movies or scenes uh-huh. that they feel now um, aren't proper or aren't part of the culture we live in now. Uh, so they change scenes, they do things like that, or they like erase that. them. They're like, you shouldn't have this, so gone. So I was going to say, maybe keep like a full old school sleeves of your, of your DVDs say. as a backup. Yeah, that's a great point. I didn't consider it before, but I guess we were talking about Dr. Seuss previously. <laughs> yeah, uh, those are going to be worth some money. But um, you could also just rip it to a hard drive, you know, and it, it takes such a special program. That that would be... Go get go get two terabytes and fill it up with movies. Um, that that is not that expensive anymore, but I don't even have like a disk drive. I don't <laughs> I have to buy a disk drive to do that. That's how far we've come digitally. Like none of the, none of the laptops in the house have... Uh, have drives well like two three terabytes are just usb connected so sure. it'll be good yeah it's yeah it definitely get that size on on that kind of stick but my point is just don't trust big companies that have woke employees 
because um, this conversation literally came up in, in like a serious XM show. And I forgot the context of it, but it had to do with uh, certain movies disappearing where they're taking out scenes of classic movies. The guy was naming the scenes that were being taken out. He's like, fuck that. I'm not, he went on eBay and started buying the hard copies. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense to me. Yeah. What if you, I mean, set up your own cloud space and then put your movies up there. I don't know. The they whole can point, easily go in there. The whole point is not to have the clutter, right? I understand. You want to watch a movie, you open the app, you find the movie, you push play. That's it. Do not, you know, take the DVD or whatever and put it in. I'm still saying DVD. Because even if you put them in a old, like, for the younger listeners, which I love you guys, <laughs> really love we used to put a, we used to, we used to walk around with trapper keepers and folders full of CDs. Yo. That's what that's what it was. Yeah, I used, I I have them somewhere, and it was like a collection. It was your, it was, I don't know. It was pretty cool actually, just to check out everybody's collections and use the car, bring them to school, whatever. Um, But yeah, it's just a thought because it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility in the world we live in today. Mm. Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, not too much wokeness in this episode, but um. One quick thing, oh, yeah, oh. Um, entertainment is um, my girlfriend never saw John Wick, and I saw a scene in, we've been watching The Winter Soldier and Falcon, mm-hmm. which is a Marvel show, and as soon as the scene happened, I go, that's from John Wick, and she goes, someone else said that, and by the way, one of the writers from John oh, Wick is on this show, and I'm like, that scene is ex- exactly like fucking John Wick. So oh, wow. I so I re I rewatched. She wanted to see it, so I rewatched John Wick. Um, I think it's okay. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's that's a it's good a, one. I think I think they, they got bad. better as the series went on. I watched. I haven't seen three. Uh, I've seen two though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you know what you're getting, you walk into that kind of movie, you're like, okay, I've got. The body it's a lot of shooting. Yeah, body counts <laughs> exactly. And I like the fact he's so badass, and um, he's not a superhero. He's just a badass motherfucker that you don't want to get on his bad side. I, I did uh, get to go last weekend because my parents were in town for you know Easter, obviously. But um, Friday night we went to see Godzilla versus Kong <laughs> in the theater. Yes. Nice. It was not bad. I mean, it's a. Everybody um, said that. Everybody it's, says pretty it, cool. I haven't seen um, any other King Kong movies in like the duration, I guess you could say. I think I saw the one from the 60s with like Jeff Bridges. Um, and, you know, that was what it was, kind of stupid and kind of silly. And then um, Godzilla, I saw the 2014 one, which is kind of like a reboot. And the guy that did that movie did Monsters. I'm not sure if you've seen that movie. That's on, I think you can watch that on Voodoo for free, actually. I highly recommend that one. But um, the guy made like the Godzilla movie from, I mean, that was like his second movie. And it was actually this huge big screen production. Cranston's in it. Um, uh, Julia Binoche, I think, is in it. There's a bunch of like big actors in that movie. Um, but seeing this one and not knowing any of the story that happened since that movie, I didn't feel like I missed a lot. And it was entertaining. And there's a big twist that most of the movie is building up to at the very end. So if you know anything about Godzilla and you like you're a fan, I would say you'll probably enjoy it. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm down to watch it. I'm really not part of that world, mm-hmm. but um, I heard someone say that the Japanese were wondering why the Americans made Godzilla fat. He's so. <laughs> I'm probably going to get canceled for saying this, but he is thick. 
Yeah, he's thick. Some- exactly. They're like, why are they making him thick? He's not no. supposed to be. <laughs> Which I yeah. thought was funny that they picked up on that. Fucking okay. Americans. Um, well, you uh, do you have a lot of power to discuss this week? Oh, you want to jump into that? Okay, I was going to do that at the end. Um, so yeah, well, so last week we did law number one, law number two, which I have in front of me. And this one is never put too much trust in your friends. Learn how to use enemies. Hmm. So that's law number two. And the basic is uh, be wary of friends. They will betray you more quickly for they are easily aroused to envy. They also become spoiled and tyrannical, but hire a former enemy and he will be more loyal than a friend because he has more to prove. In fact, you have more to fear from friends than from enemies. If you have no enemies, find a way to make them. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that? For somebody who (laughs) tries to be well-liked, tries not to piss anybody off. That's some interesting commentary right there. I'm not sure if I can use it too much in, in, uh, (laughs) in, professional life but (laughs) how about you (laughs) go make some enemies (laughs) here's where um like for example the story the first story the transgression of the law that he told was um about a king that took over an empire and um i think i told you this off air but the the king was like he was one time he he was riding his horse and like a guy that worked on the horses saved his life like a horse Mm -hmm boy fucking no a peasant and uh he, he became really close to him that became his boy and shit and then he gave the and then he gave him like a good ass job he yeah. fucking hooked him up gave him power the guy kept asking for shit he kept getting him shit and eventually the boy one day fucking he turned on him yep. he, the, the king woke up and he was surrounded by guards that this guy had worked all his way up to um it also talked about like uh, in the Han dynasty or in one of the Chinese dynasties, what kept happening every time that someone took over, um, death would follow almost and murders because the generals and shit would be pissed off. Hmm. So what this one guy figured out, he's like, you know what? Because I've seen what happens. Like with every time someone takes over, these generals with power get really like they get pissed off. So he goes, he goes, I'm gonna offer him basically like severance packages. Give them instead of killing them or, or attacking them, pay them off, give them a lot of land, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he ended up like doing that. Um, it, I guess, when I'm with this one, I, I see the point. I think that there's also uh, a lot of good friends and it's good to have friends, but um, I do see the point that the law is trying to make for certain situations. Um, I've been in a situation not too long ago working with a friend, a very close friend that was just, it was hell a little bit. Um, Because you felt like you couldn't say what you needed to say? No, I could say it to him, but like, he's such a fucking, like, I don't know. He's a a tyrant when when we're not, when he's in work mode. When he's in work mode, yeah. Friends can be tyrannical. That's wild. And that directly. And I get, that's like the old saying, like, keep your friends close but your enemies closer maybe it has a, a double meaning um no i think that's right i think that's probably true i mean you just i think the underlying lesson to that is know what you're up against you know no like, like and, really study and make a strategy for how you're going to contend with what's not on your side because you know your, your friends are on your, they're already on your side they're in your camp 
you can usually trust them and they're you don't have to worry about them it's the the other people that are not necessarily on your side that you got to plan for so in every chapter on the side of the page in little red letters he puts like little quotes from famous people or from history and like right away it goes like um to have a good enemy choose a friend he knows where to strike that's diane portrays 1499 through 1566 so he puts these little tidbits mm -hmm. that go along with the chapter another one is pick up a b from kindness and learn the limitations of kindness <laughs> which i thought was pretty smart <laughs> all right anything else on that um no just i i i didn't finish the chapter other than just maybe a couple more pages left but um it's a controversial one to say the least, but I do understand where where the author's coming from. We're not doing anything from just one side. It needs to be controversial to be interesting. Correct, exactly. Like the way Baylor demolished the Zags on Monday night, I don't think it was, it was even worth watching. I think I ended up paying attention to something else by halftime. Uh, I didn't watch. <laughs> I heard the UCLA Baylor game. I mean, uh, Gonzaga game was awesome, but well yeah That's, that that game was great that was probably that probably game. took it out of them then when that happens i've seen it in other sports where uh -huh. if they go through some shit like that right before yeah. the championship yeah well i mean it kind of sucks but i mean <laughs> the, the joke was that baylor works out or you know uh the zags have a high scoring offense baylor responds with we work out with the football team <laughs> and that is exactly <laughs> what happened they muscled them around that was cool um the NBA, speaking of basketball, has fined Kevin Durant 50 grand for a homophobic uh, direct message conversation with actor Rappaport. Rappaport. Your boy. <laughs> oh my God. It's wild, right? Um, I guess he leaked uh, DMs. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, Rappaport seems to be a real piece of shit, yes, according to people that. that <laughs> well, the day last week, um, the judge threw out a lawsuit that Rappaport had against Barstool Sports. Mm -hmm. And the minute that it was thrown out, Portnoy released the uh, videos from the, um, what was it called? When you have depositions. Mm -hmm. And they were great. Like Portnoy and some of the other Barstool staff straight up handled these lawyers like fucking chumps. Like some shit that, I, that I'm proud to be a fan. Of. Like, oh my God, you made him look so stupid. And he was trying to sue for like character. I don't remember exactly what yeah. he, yeah, I think that's what it was because yeah. they were talking about it. They would post this thing or this disgusting thing on his lip and they were saying it was herpes mm -hmm. or that was like what he was saying they were saying and it's ruining his reputation. It's not herpes, oh. but. He hasn't had a movie in like 15 years. He was too woke for me, man. He got, I can't imagine. He, he he used to be funny like he used to be in like boston public and like these other he was in, i mean he's been around for a he? while um what was that movie with him and nicholas cage and like christopher walken it was like something of death it's not faces of death but it's something like that i remember it being okay anyway he was huge in 80s and 90s and he hasn't made a movie in a while and he, he, he makes me laugh he used to make me laugh but he's a piece of shit. I don't like him. He got way too political these past four years for me for absolutely no reason. It's like, and he was, he used to work for Barstool. 
that's that's what right. it was. They yeah, thought it, they thought it was a good signing. Yeah, and, that's right. And then Dave fired his ass. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you shit on your own company. I highly recommend you watch those depositions, <laughs> dude. They're fucking hilarious. Uh, all right. So uh, the MLB All Star Game. Did you know that there was one in the first place? And second, did you know it was moving from Georgia to Colorado? I did know there was one. I'm pretty sure I always knew it was in Georgia. And I guess the reason they're moving is because George is asking for ID or something for voting. Yeah. Or they, or, or they change the voting laws. They, they passed a voting law that uh, has a bunch of different stipulations, but one of the one of the main things is that it extends early voting and it also expands or no, it leaves in place the kind of the open and closing times. No. It has the polls open earlier and it has them close at the same time. Sorry, listeners, for beating around that bush, but the uh, the the president's uh, press office basically is saying that uh, none of those things are true and that it's cutting off the law. It cuts off the, um, the voting time like at five o'clock or something like that when people are usually still working or trying to get out of work. And uh, the president earned four Pinocchios for that that line of statements based upon uh that's not true that it's not closing at five no (laughs) yeah i felt i felt there's a lot of bullshit i really didn't look into it so the the all-star game is moving and yet there wasn't fact based upon there wasn't like homework done before they decided to pull the trigger on moving the game and everybody can read the law i mean it's law everybody can read it like i don't know why you would they don't. They read headlines. They read <laughs> news stories what by nice, activists. Not a nice segue. <laughs> no, but before we go there, like I remember, I remember um, people last week were all not people, but fucking the super woke were upset that Georgia said that in lines while you go vote, you can't hand out uh, water or snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, water and food. Like, I think you can like a little bit farther away. The stipulation is that they can be provided, but if you're with a special interest group or you're with a voting drive, that's usually politically motivated from, you know, any side, they can't do it. Like a guy in a vote can't go up to a guy and say, Hey, you hungry? Have a hot dog and have a bottle of water. You can't do that. But the, the state of Georgia made it illegal to do that but made it legal to put like stands nearby that have distribution of water and food and things like that. So you could get something from the stand and then go to walk in line. You just can't be something in line. And the people that kept bringing that up, I thought they were really ignorant because it made it seem like they were like, yo, black people cannot afford to bring their own water bottle and snacks. That's kind of racist. This is, yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, you guys are being fucking racist if you think that for some First weird all, reason in your mind, someone can't bring their own fucking water and snacks to vote. It's that's crazy. And you then second... Immediately. <laughs> immediately. You walk outside and you were caked like head to toe. You are soaked. <laughs> and then it makes sense that, yeah, we don't want... Some people don't want an ear beating because you're taking a water about some other guy's opinion. Mm-hmm. or some lady's opinion about who you should vote for while you're fucking you know what i'm saying they kind of make you feel guilty or yeah. 
they kind of force you to listen to some shit that you don't necessarily need to listen to at that particular time when you're, voting, you're in line yeah and when you're voting i would think that most of the time and i'm, I'm not speaking for everybody in the country i'm just I, I think this when you go to vote you know how you're going to vote or at least for the candidates that you know about you may do some additional reading about the um whatever statutes or provisions amendments yeah all that yeah stuff. amendments they might be on the ballot you may need to do a little bit more time to think about or put a little more a little more thought into those but i think as far as people are concerned or party is concerned typically you've got your mind made up when you go so there's no influence that needs to be had i could say somebody walks up to you in line and hands you something that is now illegal in georgia and you're like, thanks, I'm still going to vote for the other guy or girl or non-binary person. Anyway, it, I just, I, the fact that a law like that needs to be written at all is mind-boggling to me. It shouldn't, it is, have, it really it shouldn't have come to this. <laughs> but what's even worse is, is people are suffering because of it. There's something like $100 million of revenue that is leaving Atlanta and going to Boulder because of that game. Yep. How much money the you know the greater the, wo- the woke are complaining that uh coca-cola should leave georgia that cnn should leave georgia these, Depot, these people are fuck- delta these people Delta's- are fucking crazy dog like relax everybody can still vote take a break yeah there's no Try not to be outraged about everything at the same time just take a break yeah just run run on good ideas you'll get the vote that's it there's somebody- no need who is not necessarily run on good ideas. I got I got a segue. I got to get into it. Headline Queens, AOC is the least effective member of Congress, <laughs> according to a Center for Effective Lawmaking, a joint project between Vanderbilt University and the University of Virginia. She That's brought up 21 hilarious. bills in her career so far. None of them have even brought, been brought up for a vote. So none of them have been made into law. One of them she wanted like what four trillion or some shit. I don't know. She's a Green co- New Deal co-author of the Green New Deal, and that was, I mean, I think it was like twenty trillion. It was like they they could oh, it was ridiculous. Effectively yeah. put a number on it because it was so, it was so astronomical. But that's it. Makes sense to me. It makes sense when you. Yeah, it makes sense to me, dude. She's a. F- Sometimes she, you she, crash and burn. <laughs> she she's like um. She's like a superstar. She really, she's really there for like photo ops. She's really good at fucking. She's great at social media. Um, she likes to have like when she's on committees and she gets to ask questions. She does questions that she knows will be cut into clips, whether she's wrong, or right or wrong. Um, I don't know. Like her line, her, her, her uh, politics are very extreme in my view. Um, so. Maybe they're even too extreme for they 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 run the house where she works, so they're too extreme for her leadership. Like she, if she had really good ideas, then it should be pretty easy for them to be moved forward to get a vote on. I see that, but at the same time, you see a lot of her co-sponsors for these bills are older, more experienced folks, usually older white men, which is surprising in itself, but. They have nothing to lose because they've been safe for 15, 20 years. She has they want her clout. What's that? They want her clout. Well, as I mean, they want to hang on. They want to hang on for another term. She wants to pass something of substance that's going to, you know, 
solidify her legacy and hopefully get her reelected. So like here, here's where she fucked up recently too, Trevor is videos have come out of Biden putting migrant children, Mexicans and Central Americans under bridges on dirt roads and space shitty conditions like but that you didn't even see under Trump and the, and fucking AOC's fucking took a photo op. She did professional photo shoots when Trump had the thing using Obama's cages and she went crazy. If she did that same shit now, I would have some more respect for her, but she didn't because she's a fucking political hack and she's not going to, she doesn't give a fuck in my opinion, because if she did, she would not only repeat what she did before, it should be worse since it's worse than before. Right. She, she cared so much about the kids. No, I agree. I agree. It's still terrible what's happening and it doesn't matter who's in office. It's still terrible. I think everybody can agree with that, but you're right. The transparency or the perspective shouldn't change just because who's in office. And if it's still happening, you should still say, look, this is still happening. It's not even necessarily the president's fault. You could look at either policy or resource management or just the general logistics of how you store, and I say store, and that's probably not the right word, how you house hundreds of thousands of people where they're not supposed to be. They're not supposed to be on the border. They're supposed to be somewhere like living safe somewhere, right? Either at home or taken care of, but they're not supposed to be under a fucking bridge. So... (laughs) Yeah, like they they had facility. Like she showed up with her crew, and they were fucking getting every news outlet to cover them, to tell them what fucking concentration camps are, all this crazy shit at an environment where these people aren't even close to being as bad as they are right now. In my opinion, and actually factual, there's no fucking people sleeping under bridges under Trump. Are you fucking crazy? That would he would have been she would have been crucified. If that occurred, but she didn't do shit. She hasn't done shit. She maybe tweeted about it. That's not showing up like she did with news fucking cameras from all over the world on her. Maybe she's the next one we need to start heckling, not heckling, but start asking questions directly and say, look, here, I want to know what you think about this. Or here's some evidence that, you know, maybe an opportunity for you to sound off on something that's wrong, especially what's going on at the border you know what's your solution and what are you doing to to contribute to a positive solution maybe that's something that our week today can can do we got an example of that for later in this episode by the way she she (laughs) has a little bit in her because when the GameStop stuff was going on her Hmm. and people like ted cruz and people that are just complete opposite of her all agreed that like it was kind of fucked up yep of what the of what the um what the redditors were doing yeah the venture capitalists were doing no mm-hmm. she was actually with the redditors with republicans agreeing yeah. yeah so it was kind of like so it's in her but i need i she's supposed to be a figure of the people and just because your team is the one fucking up right now like it should be more of a reason for you to stand out. I think that she would gain so much more respect. So many new voters. Mm. She's not gaining any new voters right now, acting the same. She's going to keep her same woke little voters. Yeah. And, and there are Democrats clamoring to challenge her from the right um, in her in her district. So 
that should be interesting and next year actually next year fun fact do you know how she was chosen to run for that district a popularity contest it pretty i swear to god it, it was like you're, you're, you're pretty much right <laughs> it was a um a political group of like little marxists they held uh, they held auditions yeah they held auditions yes they they were like send us your tape why you should run and we'll support you type of thing and she won they saw her video and she's like perfect they're like perfect this is the one we're gonna run against this old white guy in the same district that's been fucking in power forever and it worked she literally got auditioned for Mm -hmm. her position it's not like she's like i'm gonna run for congress if you don't think that that's you know they're capable of doing that everywhere i give them credit that that was amazing it's really smart they did that but i mean super smart an open secret you know people who voted for her don't know that a lot of people people don't know that that's a fact yeah yeah that's a hundred percent fact it's crazy (laughs) so she is officially a headline queen i want to i want to go back to something we talked about last week and just to kind of transition do you i'm sorry do you have any more headline queens you want to share this evening because there's several other topics we need to get to um i'll just do a quick one that it was i don't have it in front of me but uh, i think it was in new hampshire this one just stuck out a new hampshire a coach for his track high school track and field coach was fired because of his comments and his stance against his runners wearing masks and he was concerned for their safety mm. that it's fucking crazy that in a sport that requires breathing that you're you're gonna hurt our athletes and you like you brought up shit like the football team doesn't have to wear fucking masks like what yeah. are you doing and he got fired they well, straight up just like yeah I mean, yeah book is mine and he might have a case just think about that but i agree there, there's no reason why one sport should be forced to do it and other sports shouldn't especially when you know contact sports you're in each other's faces a lot more. That would make way more sense to have basketball, soccer, football, all those things, full face mask, et cetera. But running, cross country. Yeah, cross country, like breathing. Like, and you got a mask. You're like trying to breathe. No, you're I trying. Actually, to... And I tried it. I, I have tried running with a mask on just to see. Get the when, fuck out of here. <laughs> just to see, just to validate what I read in a story by a an exercise science physician so this guy's a doctor and he ran a story in orlando weekly which is of course it's a slanted magazine but he did a 10k wearing a surgical mask and he was like there's no loss of function there's no loss of you know aeration whatever i can i can exercise the way that i should uh with a mask on so what about when you did it i took it up took him up on it and sure i mean if it was a kind of a, a lightweight material it didn't feel that constricting, but of course my face was completely covered with sweat way faster because you're breathing heavily through your mouth, but um, it was uncomfortable. It wasn't like I, you know. Would it affect your performance if you were <laughs> running a, a uh, marathon or a half marathon? Would it affect your performance? I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like it really affected my performance at the time, but it, I don't run harder when I'm upset. I don't run harder when I'm uncomfortable. I don't run faster when I'm uncomfortable. So your breathing was exactly the same. Well, I I didn't have a device hooked up to me, but neither did the exercise. No, I know, but you're just, just from what you felt. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, like I said, it it wasn't, it wasn't ideal. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't comfortable. It wasn't like I was 
enjoying the exercise. But if you're by that, yourself, that... if you're by yourself, the point is moot. It doesn't matter. You're not close to being infected by somebody. You're not close to infecting somebody else. It doesn't matter. No, I understood, and, and I agree <laughs> with that. But I'm just saying, like for for performance, it sounds like. If it annoys you a little bit, that could affect you negatively. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless uh, you're someone that can take that into a positive and like, I can run faster because I hate this shit. I, I, I guess if you're that's a, a, possibility. a high school uh, track and field star and you can make the case that it is keeping your school from winning state, then guess what? Those rules are going to change because there's as they should. Yeah. <laughs> I want, anyways, to... that was my headline. Quote. Awesome. Awesome. I want to get your take on the latest developments from the Matt Gates fiasco, or as we can coin it, Gatesgate. Um, Has the internet heard I, Gatesgate yet? No, but that, that's a good, we can start. We can start um, hashtagging that and making it making making it popular. It's very exciting. You sent me. I I, ha- I haven't been keeping up this much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Tell me. No, Rock you go roll. first. Take it away. Um, like he's getting hit from everywhere, but I still haven't seen anything where it's solid evidence. Mm. Like they're like he's under investigation for this, he's under investigation for that. I just saw like right before we got on that someone involved in a text message is over eighteen. So that was just like I don't understand that fact. The the part of the story Um, that was interesting to me today was that. Apparently, a bunch of his staff that are female, they all signed. Oh, yeah. They're all like, they're he's all cool. behind him. They all support him. They signed a statement saying that he's not a piece of shit. Um, that, that's not what the legal document said. Sorry. Uh, but also, um, I also saw that somebody from his staff that was like a, not a publicist or something like that, but that person was cooperating with investigators and was going to sign a plea deal. So that's like two completely polar opposites of the narrative. So one of those was the, per- <laughs> was the person who was going to sign the plea deal, the tax collector guy. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. So I, I don't know about that. a member of his staff. And I think it was somebody from his office that the story indicated that, uh, that he was going to be, that that person was going to be um, cooperating with uh, authorities providing evidence. Now- because of the 2016 election, cooperating does not mean anything. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's all because I heard during Russian collision. That's a great example. You know, example. I, all I heard was cooperating, cooperating, cooperating. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever happened. So, like I said, so far it's just been a lot of attacks on him. Uh, a lot of people demanding that he leaves. I would say, fuck you. There's nothing solid. Um, Why wouldn't you so want to feel- get rid of this guy? If he's not your friend. Correct. And I mean, I, I, they're smart for going after him. He's one of the most combative members of Congress. I mean, if not the most combative right now. So, yeah, I can see. I remember that. when he wore a gas mask to sign mm-hmm. a bill. When... <laughs> like, that's yeah. classic. Some hardcore gas mask. Yeah. Yeah, very, very. Uh, I thought that was very... funny. Hey, by the way, I heard his family is one of the richest families in Florida. Yeah. They're yeah. baller. Like that's super rich. <laughs> that's that's his dad that's was West the, Palm rich. Yeah, his dad was the superintendent of schools when I was in high school. Actually, probably when I was in middle school and high school in Northwest Florida. So, yeah, I mean, 
I wonder what else. I wonder where that wealth comes from. I really don't know that much about it, but yeah. I heard he's like one of the. Roger Stone said that that he's one of the wealthiest families yeah. in all of Florida. Do a little digging. Maybe we can talk about that when. Uh, yeah, well, we yeah. are. We are. And we'll keep following up with this case. I'm just saying that I really didn't see anything that was worth bringing to the table because it's all speculation. True. And I'm not giving it. I'm not giving these fucking woke activists who pretend to be journalists credit for bullshit because Man, we lived through this for four today. years you were going oh. asleep you were the opposite of woke today how are we supposed to tell our listeners every episode to stay woke oh yeah it's ironic oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're like coming out swinging i love it um i want to talk about the president's executive orders on guns did you do any research into that whatsoever today because it came out today it are came we- out today um I didn't hear too much about it other than I guess the main thing is he, he wants to go after high capacity. Nope. That magazines. wasn't one of them, which is surprising. Um, I thought that was one of them. That wasn't one, no. of, one of the ones. That oh, was. okay. So, uh, right. and Tell me. Yeah, I mean, as far as mass shootings are concerned, that's probably one of the things that people have seen or studies have proven would reduce the number of people getting maimed or wounded or killed during mass shootings if there were fewer or illegal uh, high, capacity, high capacity magazines. But one of the things addressed was ghost guns, which is when you basically- I did, gun I saw that from you. That yeah. doesn't have any uh, serial numbers and you can buy parts from different places and put them together. You can build an AR like that. Um, you can build a Glock like that, just buying parts from different places that don't have uh, serial numbers. And they don't require um, like background checks to get. So that's that's something that that probably has some merit, right? As far as mass shootings concerned, none of these mass shootings were none Never of them, done with a ghost none of those victims ever were victims of ghost guns. So I'd be okay. curious to know how many crimes in general are done by ghost guns. Maybe like I don't even know. And uh, we called this episode thirty-eight the thirty-eight special. That's what it, special. that's what that's what it was. <laughs> it was it was a special gun that just fucking did the job, and you can throw it away basically. Yeah, it's, I think uh, that's where it comes from duct tape on the handle the 38 special is a is a round it's a it's a it's a caliber basically a revolver right yeah and uh it's a little bit it's very close to like a nine millimeter in in size and, and power um but yeah very popular with uh small revolvers that you can like you said conceal and you could take into somewhere and somebody not not find out about it uh the other things that uh the executive orders address were pistol braces like the one used in colorado uh, a couple weeks ago so the guy had an ar pistol which is like a shortened version of the rifle um but it has it's a brace is like a stock so you can use a pistol in a rifle format without having to like hold it out you can kind of hold it against your your chest basically and supposedly the, the justification was funny in the story because it said it made the pistol more accurate. And that's not true. Follow-up shots would be more accurate if you held it tight to you, your, your chest, but it doesn't make the pistol, it doesn't make the firearm more accurate. So um, I thought that was interesting, especially because it did apply to the most recent or, or that mass shooting. But um, what else? Suggestions? So there... Go ahead. No suggestions for what? Uh, red flag legislation. And that's something that most states already have something like that in place. So the red flag is like if there's somebody who either could be a danger to themselves or somebody else, if they have a firearm, then they flag their application and they 
they basically can't get the firearm unless they can prove that they don't have a reason to have a red flag legally or otherwise. So that's somebody who, you know, has a history of violence or domestic violence people. Record. Yeah. Anything like that, that may not have come up in an original background check, but that it's an enhanced background check measure. So I think that's probably got some merit as well. Um, Cause crazy people shouldn't have, you know, any any way to kill somebody else although they probably will still get some way to kill someone else um and the last thing was a report on gun trafficking that's what the executive order uh wanted to uh push the atf to do which in my mind that's something they should already be doing it's like reporting out on their work gun trafficking is happening the report would show whether it's increased or decreased and what kinds of guns and where uh, in the country or where they're coming from. That's something the ATF should already be doing. So I would say about half of the uh, executive orders probably are good ideas. And the other, the other ones don't really have anything to do with what we're currently experiencing. What do you think about all that? The gun trafficking is funny because it's kind of known that the United States traffics more guns. That's like our number one export <laughs> in the world. Speaking like, that's 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 what you know that's who we are and it's ironic. that's probably what that's probably why it hasn't been studied because it's like oh shit it's all our people <laughs> it's on the list here's, here's an um, interesting tidbit and i'm not like you can use it if you want but uh gun stores have reported a, a swift increase not just in communities of color but of of all walks of life in all regions of the country folks are buying up um about $1,400 worth of guns and ammo in a single transaction. <laughs> it's that stimmy money. That... that was a headline queen, actually. Quick segue was from The Hill that they reported that um, Black people are arming themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because, damn, because that's, all, that's awesome, number yeah. one. No, but number great. two, it's like that puts like the woke in a very interesting situation and, and because – a, they have to protect black people no matter what. That's just part of being woke. Yeah, they're but they're clear. Two, they're against guns. Yeah. So it's but like, what the, happens there? Well, what do you what do you think Republicans will do now? Will they push for more gun control? Because absolutely not. Absolutely I not. Republicans are going to jump down the wall. I think they've said, put, "Look, guys, if you want, if your cities are defunding police, and that's a really arc, like." horrible way to say it but these specific urban areas are losing police money you guys are seeing it necessary to buy weapons so why don't we just roll up your you know voter registration with an nra membership card (laughs) like (laughs) let's just let's just see where this goes (laughs) i think you'd have you would have to be a complete moron and any republican that attacks that attacks gun control because you have to be a complete fucking yeah. re- moron and and just be thrown out of office, voted out. If anything, you jump on this situation. You 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 encourage it. You support your black community for doing this. Mm. But like I said, it puts the woke in an interesting situation because they're super anti-gun. It's an impossible and, place for them to be. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna the do. Narrative. The narrative it does not like completely. <laughs> yeah, and I'm happy though. I'm I'm glad to see that you know, any citizen using their second amendment. Uh, I'm one of those from this thought of um, the United States is a, is a very special country. And that's just like a fact. I, I know no country's perfect. 
but this one has had a lot of good, you know, with the bad, of course. But part of that is because of the foundation and the rules. And that rule number two, that second one, really enforces all the other ones. And people don't realize that, that are like anti-gun. Um, and people that always just go crazy during mass shooting, it's like, these are lunatics, bro. If you didn't have a fucking gun, he'd run you over with a truck. They would stab you. They would they would find other ways to hurt you. Yeah. And a death's a death's a death. They're always like, well, you're not going to kill that many people. Well, one life Europe. is too many, in my opinion. Europe, knife knife attacks, acid attacks, rented truck attacks. Like people are still going to find a way to do it. I'm not saying that common sense gun control or common sense gun law regulation, like if it if it makes sense do it it's not going to infringe on the people that that should have the ability to own what they want to own but people are still going to kill lots of people if they want to exactly <laughs> i'm 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 one of those that says um you know what to like make everybody happy let's let's have a license you have a license sure. to drive a car let's sure. take a test let's do a shooting test Carry insurance let's pass a test yep. why not fuck yep. it but but do not take away something that historically has been proven to be fatal to regular citizens when they're disarmed. Yeah. Like not in, in so many aspects of history and every culture, disarmed cultures are just sitting ducks. Um, and then they usually get taken over by people that don't have the best interests. Really. Yeah, it is really sad. I mean, we do continue to have these events. You know, there are mass shootings like every week. And it's not like it, you know, started or stopped when when Biden was elected. Um, this past week, a, a Navy medic shot and wounded two soldiers. I'm not sure if that qualifies as a mass shooting. I have to check my math. Where was that? I didn't even uh, know that. It was in Fort Detrick in Maryland. The, the shooting wow. actually happened at a business park off base, and then the the guy drove onto Fort Detrick, and then he was killed, and then he got shot by police. The yeah. other one was a former NFL player. I saw that one. And then Carolina. he killed himself. And then he killed himself. And one sixth victim is still clinging to life. But what I found- Didn't he shoot a child? He killed two he kids. A nine-year-old, yeah. five-year-old. Jesus Christ. What right? goes to your fucking head? The, the thing that struck me most about both of these is that like the first three or four stories I skimmed through, there, there wasn't anything about the identity. There wasn't anything about um, the location, really, the specific location. They just said South Carolina. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And then as more details started coming out, it was like, oh, wait, when the, it's actually a high profile thing. Like, first of all, like the first when one, there's no identity, that means they're usually not white. <laughs> well, 100 percent. Neither of these guys were white. So. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Obviously. You know, it, it took me a while to get there and I didn't want it to go there, but it did go there. It was like, wow, you know, why, why do we have that shield of fact that you can't like put down? Just let there be news, let there be transparency, let there be conversation about the actual facts that happened. Agendas, bro. These are all agendas and they're not ever since that law was taken away where you have to show two sides to a story. Mm. Um, I always forget the name. We've talked about it before. It really created just activism and uh, hidden as journalists. 
And that's what happens, bro. If it doesn't meet your agenda or yeah. if it's going to affect your agenda, they're not going to report it correctly. What a great example, the um, 60 minute story, the selectively edited DeSantis speech. Did you watch those those two sides of that story? Because that I heard really about it. I was I heard about it and I've seen 60 minutes do that before. Um like back, bringing up like fucking he who should now be named AJ, he had an interview with Megan Kelly and he knew he goes, I know exactly what this bitch is gonna do. She's gonna selectively <laughs> edit everything. And he she he recorded everything and she was so nice to him and she was almost like oh you're the best she was being like extra friendly and then her piece is just like ruthless wow but then he like he as soon as hers came out he just let out the whole thing and be like look this is what really happened so it's not it's not nothing new and it's sad that most people don't know that or have the time to research the whole mm-hmm. story so once they see 60 minutes that that might be a person that only watches 60 minutes that whole entire week to get some news in them and then they're like holy shit did you hear about Publix? they're fucking republicans now <laughs> yeah I was like, yeah, but it, try to cancel Publix. <laughs> it's not, that's something that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. They tried to do that die-in. Do you remember that? Where people from high schools after Parkland, they yeah, would just step on them, laid down in the entryway of Publix. And I was like, I would hit, I would hit one if I could, work. if I, yeah, I didn't. But shout out to Publix. They had the BOGO, you told me. And I did yep. get one of the ones or the robots. So you got the captain, what's it called? Captain Dynamite IPA, fucking Dynamite. delicious. I was impressed at how delicious it was. Um, very refreshing. The flavors were, it, w- it was one of these IPAs where it's smooth. Mm-hmm. No bitterness to it whatsoever. And the can is fucking awesome. Does it have it, some fruit to it? Does it have a little bit of citrus it, in there? It, it does. It does. It really did have, um, I, I just, I mean, it's empty. I might go get a refill. And I got one other kind from them because- the BOGO is two six packs for $11, yeah, which that's is great. Bad. That's not bad. I would give this, and this is, I think, a 7.0 in alcohol, maybe 7.7, mm-hmm. maybe so about, about uh, a high line. 7.7. Wow. Um, okay. No, 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 not, not my score, the alcohol percentage. Mm-hmm. So, what's your score? It was pretty fucking refreshing. I would give it a, a 7 8. It's a seven, good beer. 7.8. Yeah, it's a good beer. Really good beer. So the the one that I got was also from the same company. This is Voodoo Ranger. You've seen me swilling it a couple of times. This, this that's sh- the Imperial. It's an Imperial IPA. It's nine percent. Same Belgium is the uh, is the brewery. And I gotta say, comparing it to another one that we had on the show, the Dogfish ninety, the ninety minute IPA, this is not quite as good as that. It's probably like a I don't know, probably like a seven point three or so 7.3 but i gotta say it's a great deal and it's a great flavor it's it's a drinkable a drinkable nine percent you know i could probably you know sit in the sit on the porch after those are dangerous because you drink a couple <laughs> and you're like oh shit spending some time in the pool getting dehydrated you know it's almost the time the season for that so uh look out so yeah that was just a quick uh beer review and a Publix. one one thing i'm going to say about what we were just talking about it's that the 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 era of trump um put that on steroids and what i mean by that is that these people were getting so cheered on and so high on their followings and these people that just hated trump Mm -hmm. loving the news that they're putting out selectively edited or not they didn't care they they, they were getting paid 
and I think that's probably were, the more important part is that there were there was a glut of journalists or activists posing as journalists. They were getting paid and they were getting book deals. And now the 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 spigot has started to close a little bit because there's a different president. And so they've got to continue to find, you know, other reasons to report stories in a way that is obviously slanted from one side. And so the only way to do that is to go and find, you know, people that are not on the same side and find a way to present your own version of the facts. So I, I agree with everything that you said. It's just there's a, a monetary, there's a dollar value attached to each of these interactions. And you look at the person that was, you know, doing the the interview or the the questioning at that press conference, and that person has probably already signed a deal. Has probably already got her next gig lined up, or you know something. But she, if she doesn't profit from that, then she's going to fall on her sword and won't be working at the same job. That's just that's what I think. That's the lady you're referring to that was screaming. This isn't this pay for play. Yeah, isn't this pay for play? That's what I'm talking now, about. Now, the there's two that, things there's two things with that lady, right? There could be the one is that she truly believes that she truly believes that what she's researched, that it is pay for play mm -hmm. and that he's guilty of it. So is Publix. Then there's a second side where she's smart. She did the research. It clearly wasn't, or there's at least enough evidence to not make it a hundred percent that it was, but she still chooses to go the other way because of what you're saying, money, whether money, whether it's the ego, whatever it is, now she's being talked about, not only in our podcast, but by other news organizations. That's true. Um, any publicity, that, publicity, any publicity. Also, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. You don't want to be in the news for the wrong reasons. <laughs> nope. Unless you're, you know, unless you're a pop star or something trying to sell albums. Which yeah, is I mean, it worked. Kim Kardashian became a billionaire for making a sex tape. Not that. for, yeah. So, what <laughs> step, step one is make celebrity friends. Step two is release sex tape. Step three, sex profit. Tape. Profit, exactly. <laughs> That's our business model here at LRE today. <laughs> Hell yeah. Make celebrity friends first. Um, any other stories? That was uh, the the big, I think the glut of it, but I wanted to just get one last take from you on, of course, we go back to the border, go back down south, the border wall. Uh, the Biden administration is considering finishing more of the wall to help with the, to help with the, um, the flow of migrants coming into the U.S. So despite, you know, a campaign promise, other, other promises have already been. You know, he said he was going to tear shit down. Yeah, he, he did. He did say he was going to reverse reverse the construction, but they're actually considering and have been publicly acknowledging that they are considering uh, finishing parts of the border wall. What's your what's your perspective? I think it's just hilarious because obviously because I mean, of if who, it was a year who, from who, now, if it was a year from now, I would say, dude, do whatever you want. Like you've got popular opinion every poll has them over 50 percent which at this point in a new presence you know tenure sure but give it a year if you're still at 45 50 percent go for it but why now oh wait you're not doing anything else you got kids living under bridges like <laughs> yeah maybe he's basically saying that trump had a point 
is what he is what his actions are saying he's not saying it but his actions are yeah um i just here's a here's my thing is that will that change anybody's mind or will people be like how do i explain this like are they going to just accept it you know that he's literally building trump's wall no the thing that so many were against i don't think so but it is a play for the midterms i think it's a play to peel off you know single issue republican voters along those those states in in texas and new mexico arizona um that that's one to try to you know keep democrats in a a position of strength relative strength going into the midterms but it's certainly going to alienate some woke folks i don't think the woke give a fuck because the woke know that the alternate choice is a republican and to them, that would never do that. So Biden could. I mean, you know Sanders. Like, Sanders is open borders, and they love him. San, Sanders used to be anti-pro borders. He used to. He used to. His famous quote was that it was a Koch brothers conspiracy that they wanted cheap labor and it was affecting American jobs. Hmm. That was that used to be the Sanders position on the border, that it that it was rich Republicans are the ones that wanted the cheap labor, hmm. and he was anti like. He wanted stricter immigration policy at the border. Um, so re- just my final thought on that. It's, it is a complicated issue, but I hope it just wakes more people up that these politicians will say anything to catch a vote, you know, um, also to show some people that maybe Trump wasn't being Hitler. Maybe he put some, he had Literally some people, <laughs> maybe, maybe he had some people that knew what the fuck they were doing that, saw the numbers decrease in drug trafficking, human trafficking, um, illegal crossings. Like he made him organized. And one thing that he did that I heard Biden is against, but I haven't confirmed is he did DNA testing. Cause that was a big issue is that a lot of these people would oh, okay. so say that they're, it's their kids. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and I heard that Democrats are very anti this. I don't know why it's weird. It's really weird that they would be against it. If, if anything, everybody should be for it. You should confirm to know who these people are, what they're bringing. Is it the same? Your family as, is. Is it the same as like requiring ID to vote? It's the same perspective. Like, if you don't trust somebody immediately, then you must be a racist. I, I think that's probably where it's going, or where they're going with that, because that narrative is really, really easy to hold as long as it's absolute. Like, nope, you can't say that that's. You can't say that that's going against the law because what you're saying is racist. You can't say that requiring an immigrant to provide DNA to be related to prove their relation to this person who's posing as their parent because that's racist. I would counter immediately with a Senate fucking investigation that showed that under Obama and Biden, thousands of children were given to human and sex traffickers. Thousands. It's in an investigation so my my point is is that they weren't doing dna tests during those thousands mm-hmm. under trump those numbers went down significantly and maybe it's because of some of the things that he was doing you know maybe he he didn't he didn't articulate it correctly and he's ruthless when he talks and he hurts people's feelings but in the end some of the in the end biden is going to keep doing some of the shit that he was doing 
Um, I, I, I think the DNA thing is pretty smart. Uh, I, I would like to hear someone's side. What you said, I won't accept. It's just like, you can't ask them that that's racist or what that that's not an acceptable answer at all, because there was people's lives put at risk for not checking who they're being passed off to, especially children Mm -hmm. who are the most vulnerable of, of these populations of these groups of people that are coming over. So that's not acceptable. If anything, you're, you're being dangerous and you're putting these kids lives in dangers for not verifying that the adult we're, they're with isn't going to go fucking put them at a buffet for a whole bunch of perverts to have their way with them or put them in hard working conditions, yeah. which is, which is what happens. Yeah. I like your, so, I like your, the passion behind that subject. I appreciate i mean i'm an i'm an immigrant bro so it's like that one was always a touchy subject um for me even with like with trump and shit but that's why like i got mad at aoc is like all right bro so there was all show this whole thing with trump was just all show because he was orange and he was on the red team and you were just there just for pictures you really don't give a fuck about these kids. That's how I felt a lot about those voters and all these people that were so upset with Trump at the time of the border thing. Cause I'm like, you don't give a fuck about these children. These cages were made did. during Obama. If they you did. weren't out there during Obama. If they did, they would be there now. And yeah, exactly. They're not. They don't give so, a fuck. I mean, we're we're seeing even, through it. Even before that, they weren't there when Obama had literally built the cages. You know what I'm saying? No, Obama didn't literally build the cages. Okay, it was like the the <laughs> the one that worked in DHS or Customs and Border Control. They literally built the cages, or contractors did. Barack Obama did not go down to the border and put the cages. <laughs> he was there with a shovel, the first shovel, this, like when you when this, you break land on a hotel. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I I, I, the love, ribbon. I love the fact that you said it that way because I, I hear people saying things like literally Hitler, and I'm like, you literally don't know what literally means, and you're making yeah. a joke of our generation. What what I meant by literally is that the cages that people were so fucking they happened about, during his tenure. Yeah, they, they were built during his tenure, well, I right? They, I and thought they were they were built before that. I thought detention no, they, centers that had that that format were older. They were than, probably worse under Bush. Yeah, yeah. They probably were just they probably were just Bush fences. Like walking down there, he was like capturing people. <laughs> like, yeah, who the fuck knows this is going on under Bush? But the 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 pictures that came out and they're like, look, Trump is putting kids in cages. Everybody fact checked them and they were like, yo, those cages were built during the last admin. So he, they weren't built under Bush. They would have said that. They would have loved to have blamed it on Bush, but they couldn't. I don't know. It was built I mean, to- Bush was always a target in his own right, but he was a, ter- a two-term president with nothing to lose. You can't go back and fight that battle. You do fight the battle with Trump because he can he can and he could be and was defeated so uh, why waste ammunition on bush let even if it was true that those cages were built during the obama administration you don't you still don't concede no of course not no <laughs> no you don't push it because to to that doesn't help you the narrative doesn't get helped by that that's how I respect the woke, bro. They're passionate. When they set their targets on people, they do not give up. They want to ruin lives. They want to end careers. They want to fucking do everything but kill somebody. And if they could kill somebody, they probably would. Mm, that's that's in the laws, isn't it? I mean, that's in the that's in the rules for radicals, right? Alinsky. Yeah, pretty much. All right. I think we've we've touched on just about everything. We're a little dark this evening, and I, I guess I 
shouldn't apologize for that because we're really big on free speech. But, you know, it, everything's we're looking at it's what happened in the week. About. Yeah, it, it is what happened in the week. It's not that it was a bad week, but we're looking forward to resolution. Right. We want the border situation to get better for everybody who's down there. Uh, we want the, the shootings to stop or at least be mitigated. Um, <laughs> we want there to be some peace uh, with Matt Gates situation. <laughs> Gates gate. Yeah. <laughs> either either bring out the evidence that motherfucker's guilty or just fucking call out everyone that is trying to bury this guy's career without any hard evidence. Absolutely. And uh just a note to the, the actual press. I mean we kind of qualify as that, but don't selectively edit any video because it will come out and bite you on the ass. Yeah. And it's crazy that they always go after Project Veritas and they literally just put out raw videos. Yep. A and whole they thing. get a whole they thing. get they just won their motion they just beat the motion to have their lawsuit dropped. And I think they're the eighth person to successfully do that against the New York Times. Completely wild. Um, yeah, so they're going to court, they're gonna go at it. Uh, the New York Times is basically was using that Tucker Carlson defense of like, or opinion. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah I saw that. Times is officially an opinion paper. No, no oh, shit. But oh, like, people think that it's not. I mean, no. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure they 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 don't have an entertainment qualification or classification like Fox News Channel does, or Fox News Corp. They are classified as entertainment. I don't think the New York Times is classified as entertainment. I heard that was false, but I, I would like to follow up with the Fox one. But yeah, no, they're all the same shit, man. They're all opinion based. Like we need to bring we need to have someone run in politics to bring back order to news. Yeah. Um, you, could, you could run on simply that. And you would win, dude. You, you would get my support. We, you would get the support of every side. It is illegal that. in Germany and Austria. I don't know why there's a uh, continuity between the two other than language, but it's illegal to run fake news. So if you put out a news story that isn't fact-checked in advance and it isn't true, you go to, to the jail. gulag. You go to fucking yeah. jail. Not the gulag, but you go to real prison. <laughs> no, fuck that. Yeah, let's torture that's awesome. these people. I'm down. Yeah, I think that's great. We need something like that back in the United States. Um Oh my god, I can't think of the name of the law. It always slips in my fucking tongue. But yeah, at least show both sides to every story and let the viewer decide. Stop putting in your own fucking personal opinion. Mm. Like the the Project Veritas one with the New York Times and this writer, she wrote the entire story with all just pure opinion and and fake shit in it in 63 minutes and the judge is like you had no time to ask for like uh the other side story you had this is like a hit job like you guys are fucking crazy and then they gave they they gave an the new york times is like well part of the reason that they are fake or that they are uh the some of the things that they were saying that project veritas was in the article is like here we have 53 sources of different news including Mm -hmm. fox and people calling them out and the judge goes yeah, these aren't facts. Uh, what did he say? He said um, polling is not factual. Right. Like you're just you're just giving me like, you know, you gave me a lot of Opinions. them, but yeah, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's it's, like, it's polling. 
based upon yeah. numbers. It's based, I mean, it's based upon opinions. If they're all wrong, they're useless. You know what I'm saying? These, it's like, it's people, not a fact. Yeah, these people think a certain way. It doesn't make them all wrong, but some of them are wrong. Exactly. So I'm cur- I can't wait to, for that to actually start in court. I hopefully, um, I'm very anti-fake news and I'm very anti, as you guys, some of our listeners know, it's like, I feel like the media is really doing a disservice for a lot of our uh, nation. They cause a lot of divide. Um, and and that could be easily solved. To themselves. They're, I mean, if you're lying for a living, you're literally getting paid to spin the story. Yeah, I don't feel bad when I hear the layoffs at like Huffington Post and, and fucking Vice and all these other places that had to do recent layoffs. It's like you guys, you guys did that to yourselves. Yeah, like, and it's not just pandemic related. It's because there isn't that much juicy news to spin. Because we don't no, just give us news. Orange Mall in the White House anymore. <laughs> exactly, Lawrence Mall. Lawrence just Mall. give us all sides to a story, bro. Let us decide, and then you go on to your next story. Stop trying to be a fucking hero. Stop trying to be uh, go down in the history books. You're not a hero. You're just someone that is supposed to give people facts, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be an opinion person, start a podcast. Yeah, fucking do your job. Right under the opinion section, yeah. but stop passing it as news. It's fucking annoying. Um, it's just a total disservice to your fellow countrymen and women. And everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those non-binaries. All right, folks. You know what we're going to say? We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah, thanks to our gonna, listeners. Yeah, thanks to every, all of our new listeners, all of our old um, sadomasochists who keep coming back for more torture. We appreciate you the most. Um, oh yes stay woke and make sure to follow us on social media our week today on instagram uh uh trev under under uh, underscore jordan on twitter you got it and, he has a right he wasn't born in this country but he got it t-r-e-v right t-r-e underscore jordan yes oh t-r-e t-r-e-v v with v, v as in victor underscore jordan like michael at this one billion show that falls apart <laughs> yeah we'll get this right these are all practices for our future ad reads um but yeah no we really appreciate you guys especially the new listeners the old listeners we love you and uh stay woke and yeah till next time keep it real respect always shout out get better dmx